Happy New Year, City Church. Thank you for being with us this morning. We hope you had a fantastic Christmas season, and we hope you had a great New Year. We hope you had a day, a little bit of a rest before uh, this morning, but thanks for joining us this morning. We're just going to talk for a little while, and then we're actually going to receive communion together. So you can go ahead and get those elements uh, prepared before we start the message. I have some of our staff team with us this morning, um, representing all of you. Just as we kick off the New Year, just leaning into some thoughts from the Scripture, um, and then celebrating communion together as a church family. Now, one of the things that we do um, every new year, obviously, is looking back and then dreaming about the future. And I think that's important, and it happens naturally, I think, at the beginning of every year. Um, there's an automatic newness that happens now and then sometime in September when the kids are going back to school. Um, but we know that God is a God of new things, that God is always doing new things in our lives, not just in January. And what we can do in this season, and we can lean into the new things that God wants to do into our lives individually and through our families and then what he wants to do uh, through our church. So as we kick off this new year, we're actually starting a brand new series next Sunday called Digging Deep. We have our worship and prayer night coming up this Wednesday, which is going to be super exciting. And we have prepared actually a little guide journal that we're going to be giving out this, uh, this Wednesday. And it's going to be something that we're going to be doing throughout the month of January. So if you're coming to church this Wednesday or next Sunday, we'll be able to put that in your hand and you'll be able to follow along with us as we go into this series uh, called Digging Deep. But as we start out this year, you know, when we think about, again, thinking about the past, planning for the future, that the ultimate planner is God. Some of our staff team here, they are big planners, and they always want to plan ahead, which is a good thing, and think ahead. And sometimes I'm kind of a spur-of-the-moment type of person, and that really irritates the planners. I know my wife, Nicole, she loves to plan. Sometimes I like to do things spontaneous. I'm like, hey, let's go see a movie. And she's like, no. So unless she has four or five hours preparation time to plan ahead, she doesn't want to do that. It's always good to plan, though. But if you think about God, Nothing ever takes God by surprise. So God is always planning for our future. And what we automatically do, and we should do in January, is we want to lean in to the plans that God has for us in 2022. For me as an individual, for my family, for the church, what is God planning for us? And what is he thinking about? So he's preparing us for something. He's always preparing us for what's next. And so we wa what we want to do is cooperate with the things that he is planning. Now, our plans are pretty good, but God's plans are the best. And so we just want to think about what those things are. And so as the, a few of the scriptures that we're going to read today will help us to lean into those things that God is planning for us. So first scripture we're going to read today is just found in Psalm chapter 1, verse 1, and it says this. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in season, and its leaf does not wither, and all that he does he prospers. Verse 4, the wicked are not so, but they are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. And that's what we want to lean into. What are the ways of God for us in 2022? But the way of the wicked will perish. So it's an interesting progression that we see here at the beginning of this psalm. Blessed is the man who walks 
not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. So we automatically in our lives, we, there, we, we are walking somewhere, obviously the scripture is telling us we're moving somewhere, and then we stop and we stand and then we can sit. There's always something vying for our attention. And there's always something that can draw away our affection and our thoughts and our thoughts about the future. And what we don't want to do is like the scripture is talking about, oh, the way of the sinner, the way of the scoffer. What we want to do is as we're walking through life, we want to give our attention to the things that God is saying to us. If we think about Moses, the burning bush happened. And it's very easy to be like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't want to think about what God is saying. But Moses stopped and he paused and he wanted to know what God said. So when we think about this year, we want to give attention to the right things because God has plans. God has things for us to do. So this progression where we're walking and we're standing and we're sitting, we don't want to do those in the negative sense, but what we want to do, what the scripture says, that we would meditate on the law of God. Think about the word of God. What are God's plans? What are God's thoughts? What are God's ways for 2022. Again, because God is always preparing. God is always preparing us. What is he preparing me for? And that's what we want to lean into. That's what we want to think about. And this, this great illustration about someone who is going to meditate on the law of God, verse 3 again says, he is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. So God wants all of us this year in 2022, he wants us to be fruitful. So we, we're going to be in the strong place where planted by the stream of God, that he's going to be doing something in us. He's going to be growing something in us. So God wants all of us, what well, we would know, God will all of, wants all of us to have our faith to grow in him in 2022. I want to know God better. That should be all of our desires that God is constantly revealing stuff to us about himself. And I can truly say, um, I, I'm just so excited, just in these last few years of my life, about how much I feel like my understanding of God has grown. And God is always doing that. God is always revealing himself to us as we lean in. Because what is God doing? He's preparing us for something we're thinking about in 2022. So he wants to grow our faith in himself. The second thing he wants to do is he wants us to grow as individuals. God has placed something inside of you, and God wants to grow that up. It can stay there in a seed form, but what God has placed on the inside of us, he's placed it there for a purpose. He's planned something with the seed that's on the inside of you. He wants to grow it up so that other people can eat that fruit God wants to grow. Hey, we're going to be planted by the rivers, and God's going to grow something in our lives so that we as individuals can grow, and then other people can benefit from it. That's number three, is that God wants our impact to grow for his kingdom. Not just make ourselves famous. We want to make his name famous. So whatever God has put on the inside of us, he wants us to grow our faith in him. He wants us to grow as individuals. And when all of that happens, our impact as a follower of Jesus can grow. God is planning for that, for us, for our families, for our church in 2022. Man, I want to lean into that. God, what do you have for us? We know there's going to be some difficulties. We know there's going to be some frustrations. We know there's going to be some right turns in 2022 or some left turns, whatever way you want to go. But we want to lean into the ways of God. God, what are the things that you are showing me as I'm planted into your word, as I'm meditating on your word, as I'm, I'm thinking that your spirit is with me every day? That impact for us 
as individuals, as families, as a church family can grow. So again, as, as we start out a, a new year, there's so many things when we think about a year. 2021, obviously, again, is one of those years for the books. And there's some things that we just want to leave behind in 2021, and we don't want to carry that baggage, baggage forward with us. We did some good things in 2021. We accomplished some stuff, and we had some good things happen. We can remember those things, thank God for those things. But we don't want any of that to hold us back. We don't want to let our successes prevent us from having future successes and we kind of rest on our laurels and think, hey, I've accomplished enough already. And then we don't want our failures or the mistakes that we made or the bad things that have happened to us. We don't want any of that to hold us back. See, again, God is doing a new thing in our lives. So what do we want to do? We want to lean into the preparation that he has for us. Isaiah 43, 16 says this. This is what the Lord says. He who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and the reinforcements together, and lay there never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Can I get an amen from anybody? Forget the former things. Man, we're not going to dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And what I love about this thought is they're actually remembering something God did that was good, that helped the children of Israel. But it's like, hey, forget the former things. God wants to do new things. God wants to work new miracles in 2022. God wants to have new provision for your life. He wants to have new wisdom for you. All of the things that God is preparing us for, we want to lean into that preparation. But what do we have to do? Forget the former things. Let's forget the past. Let's let it go. And then, and then it asks us the question, do you perceive it? So important. God is doing it. Do we see it? Are we aware of it? Are we leaning in to what God is preparing us for? Because again, it's easy to shrink back. Why? Hey, I did this, and it was great, and it was 2021, success. Or it was like, oh my gosh, 2021, the pain, and it was a struggle, and it was so hard. God is saying, leave it all behind. Do you perceive, can you see what I'm doing? So we have to have this, this spiritual awareness of what God is wanting to do. What is he preparing for me to do? He's a planner. I want his plans. I want to perceive what he's saying to us because what is he doing? Man, he is making a way. We haven't sung Waymaker. We don't have to sing it today. But, you know, God is making a way for us. God is making a way, and we need to find that way. God, I want to lean in the ways that you have for me in 2022. The Apostle Paul kind of goes through the same idea here in uh, the book of Philippians chapter 3. And a little bit he goes in this first part that we're going to read is kind of sort of his spiritual or his religious resume. And it says this in verse 4, Though I myself have reasons for such confidence. If someone else thinks they have reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. So Paul is like, hey, if you think you have confidence in yourself, I want to tell you, I can have as much, if not more, confidence. And so he gives us all of these things that are specific to the Jewish religion that could say, man, Paul, you really got it going on. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, in regard to the law, a Pharisee, 
as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for righteousness based on the law, faultless. This is, this is what Paul is saying about himself. But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. So Paul wasn't wanting to make a big deal about his past, about his accomplishments, even in the context of a walk with God. And then he says this, What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ my Lord. For whose sake I have lost all things, I consider them garbage, that I may gain Christ and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. And that's why we're going to receive communion here in a couple minutes, is that we want to start our year basing our life in Jesus. Push all of that stuff aside. Push all of the past away. It's like, oh, you know what? My life is centered on Jesus. I've accomplished some stuff. Some stuff hasn't gone well. But my l- the basis of my life is not those things. The basis of my life is in Jesus. And that's what our upcoming series is all about, digging deep about our faith in Jesus. Verse 10 says, I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. I want to know Christ. I love this relational thing that Paul says. So he did all of these religious things that maybe people would look at him and give him accolades. But then for him, it was just like, man, I just want to know Christ. I just want to have this relationship with God for myself and just to lean into that in such a beautiful thing. Verse 12, not that I have already obtained all of this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to take a hold of it, but the one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Paul says what? I forget all of that. I forget the past. Paul had some really great things happen to him and then some really hard things, some really terrible things writing here from prison. Some really hard stuff. Hey, I forget it all. I put it all behind me so I can press on towards Christ. Why? Because that's where God's plans come in for our lives for our families, for our church, pressing on to what Jesus has for us, not the basis of our lives being our personal successes or our failures or our pain or our struggle. What is my foundation? My foundation is in Jesus. And this is Paul, what he's trying to get across to us. And so what we don't want to do, as we think about 2022, we don't want to put a a limit on God based on my experience. We, gotta need, we need to take the limits off. And when we think about 2022 and how big God is and how amazing he is, we don't want to think, oh, 2021 was low or it was bad or it was a struggle and that's just going to repeat this year. Or, hey, I did some amazing stuff in 2021. That's not the limit. The limit uh, is not what we have done. The limit is what God can do. So as we think about the future, what God is planning and what, is, what he's preparing, man, we can't even imagine it. See, and that's part of the, the struggle with us being finite beings. We serve an infinite God. So our thinking sometimes is just so limited to our experience. But what God wants us to do, he just wants us to take off those limits 
and not think, oh, it's all about me. It's not all about me. And it's all about me putting my faith in Christ. What are God's plans? What is he leading, you know, what is he leading me to do? How is he strengthening me to deal with the stuff upcoming this year? That's all in God's plans. God is doing all of these things to help us through so that we would have these successes that he would take us to the next thing that he has for us. Man, it's so exciting that God is doing a new thing. Can we perceive it? So I feel like we need to have this expectation as we just move into 2022. God, what is it that you want to do through me today? How is that you want to grow my faith today? How do you want to grow me up? Because I don't want to stay the same. I want to be like this tree planted by the rivers of life. I want to be this tree that is, you know, full of your spirit, full of your word, meditating on what you say so that I can do the things that you want me to accomplish. All right, let's receive communion together today. Um, you can get your elements ready. I'm just going to read you uh, a, a reminder from the Last Supper that Jesus had with his disciples. Luke chapter 22, verse 19, it says this. And he took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it and he gave it to them saying, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So that's what we're doing as we start out this year. We want to remember that our lives are based on Jesus. Our faith is based on Jesus, not our experience, not the good things that have happened or the bad things that have happened. Jesus told us, hey, I want you to remember me. Now, when we get together for the holidays, we, we have a lot of rem uh, memories and things that we think about. And when we do those things, when we gather with our friends and we have these memories and we talk about them and we laugh and we celebrate, it's like we're right there again. And that's what we do with the Lord's Supper, that our expectation is God is right here with us now as we remember what Jesus has done for us, that he was our sacrifice, our perfect sinless lamb. This is my body, and it's broken for you. It's broken for me. So Jesus took this brokenness so we could experience God's healing power. The scripture tells us in Isaiah chapter 53 that by his stripes, we are healed. And then he talks about that God wants to heal the brokenhearted. So whatever you're facing today, whether it's physical sickness and disease, or maybe you had a hard time in 2021, that you just, your emotions have gone through the ringer and you kind of feel like today, you know what, I have a broken heart. You know that God is the one that could heal human hearts. So we just want to lean into that today. Jesus said, do this to remember me. So let's just pray today. God, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that his body was broken so ours could be healed. So we just open ourselves up to you today, Lord. We know that your healing power is greater than any sickness and disease that your name is above every name. We thank you, Lord, as we just talked about Isaiah 53. We remember that by your stripes, we are healed. So here where we are gathered together or at homes or wherever we are, we know that your power is with us as we remember you, as we put our hearts upon you, that our faith is in you. God, we just receive your healing power today in a real way, as we start out this brand new year, that you make us new, that you make us whole. God, our trust is in you. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's eat together.
The second part is that Jesus said in verse 20, in the same way after the supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. A brand new covenant that we have with God. It just reminds us again that we don't qualify in and of ourselves, in and of our own righteousness, that because of Jesus' shed blood, we actually have access to God. And think about how amazing that is, that when we pray, he hears us. And he doesn't hear us because we're so awesome. He hears us because of what Jesus did. And this is why Jesus reminded us, hey, when you do this, remember me. And remember that I'm there with you. And his spirit is with us right now. As we just think about this fact, oh man, I actually have access to the throne room of God because of Jesus' shed blood. That his blood washes away our sin, washes away our past, all of the mistakes that we made. I can't think of a better way to start out a brand new year thinking about, you know what, my past is gone. The Apostle Paul said, hey, let's forget what's behind. Jesus said, remember me that his blood washes away our sin. So let's just pray. God, we thank you for your goodness today. We thank you for your love. We just remind ourselves again that without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. And so we thank you, Lord, that our sins are washed away. We receive your forgiveness again today, Lord, afresh and anew in our lives. That our past doesn't determine our future all of the mistakes that we've made, all of the shortcomings that we have, all of our failures, all of the pain that we've experienced, all of that doesn't set our future, that you are planning for our future based on what Jesus has done for us. God, and we just receive that today. We receive the future that you have for us, the plans that you have for us. God, we know that you are the best planner of all time. So we just lean into your ways. We lean into your righteousness today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's drink together. So great. Well, thank you to the staff team for hanging out with me a little bit this morning as we talked, just a little bit reminding ourselves that our faith is in Jesus' church. I can't wait to see you on Wednesday night for worship and prayer. If not, we will see you next Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. in person and online. Love you so much. Happy New Year.